comes. Kyanos, flesh comes. A new depth, a new fountain, a new depth, a new fountain. Kyanos! that said I set myself to understand the course of nature and the universe his desire is to bring answer to many questions that men ask if he takes up a cup of wine to drink he is not doing it for the sake of the wine and the drinking there in pursuit of wisdom you are not with me when the preacher takes wine he wants to answer a question that generations have been asking why is it that wine intoxicates the preacher it is not given to young men to think like that it was when he was on the laps of his father huh? There is a reason his name was Jedidiah, the beloved. His father said, Come, let me teach you. Let me teach you how to rule. Because the scripture testified that in his time, that there was peace all around Jerusalem, there was no war. You need to know how he was able to achieve that. It was then that we begin to understand that there are certain seasons in your life. When God wants to consolidate and establish His works and His operations in your life, those days, it is not power you need, it's wisdom. Are you with me? So, young men don't understand this because what is given to young men is brute force and power. We just want to crack and break everywhere. But remember, when wisdom begins to live with you, one of the things he will begin to instruct you on is how to build. Wisdom will begin to order your steps. Wisdom will begin to guide the way you will live your days. The relationships that you have, the emphasis that you make per time. Are you with me? Wisdom. Wisdom. After many seasons, the scripture said that wisdom was on, on the streets and she was crying out. Wisdom is such that the scripture have to describe that reality in the spirit as a she. You need to know anytime the scripture describes a reality in the spirit as a she, or begin to use feminine adjectives, it is a link. For you to begin to understand how you ought to relate with that reality. You have to relate with that reality the way you relate with a woman. Are you with me? A woman runs on attention and affection. Wisdom will never become your friend until you befriend wisdom. Are you with me? He said, I'm crying on the streets. 
cry. Young men doesn't hear the cry of wisdom. It takes 50 years after now for you to understand many mistakes you made that could have been solved not by experience but by wisdom. It's not given to young men to seek wisdom. Young men seek only power. But we have found out that at certain seasons, a few young man, men begin to depart from the expected mistakes, stumbling blocks, pitfalls that their generation is making. And we begin to look at their life. It will become obvious that there is an information, a stream of life that is beyond and different from the rest that others have dug for themselves. How do we know? The scripture said that wisdom is justified by my children. So begin to look at your life and we know that you are wise. Are you with me? No, you don't say I'm wise. In fact, for the fact that you call yourself solo the wise doesn't mean anything. <laughs> mm. The way we know wisdom is by her children. We begin to see how you live per minute, per hour. You look at this young man and say, this one, we end at the top. Have you not seen some people that met you? They said, even those days we knew. How did they know? They are not prophets. How did they know? Huh? It's wisdom. They saw wisdom around the way you live. They saw wisdom around the way you act. They saw wisdom around the way you shape your worldview and actions. What you emphasize in your life persisting is a proof of wisdom. If you choose to sleep where you should walk is a is a sign you are foolish, very, very foolish. See, when an average young man is very foolish, that is just the truth. It's not a bad word to use. In fact, I studied my Bible. Have you cared to study the scripture? Jesus called more people foolish than I will ever do. Try it. Just, just go and check. Take time and check. You will see that the word fools and foolish, as I'm saying it now, you are remembering a few. Is so much in the scripture that we are not the originator. It is simple. When a man acts outside of wisdom, what is, what does he mean? It's foolish. It's simple. It's simple. You don't need to. When you act outside of wisdom, you have now become foolish. How much do you need wisdom? There are many things you will say and people will not yield to it because wisdom have not taught them. Wisdom, the one that teaches the heart of men, is not in books. It's a spirit. We honor the wisdom that is in books. But the real wisdom is what? The spirit. And the, the teacher said that I heard the cry of wisdom in the streets. He said, I wish that young men will go and embrace her. But young, they don't. Until they find out they are 50 years, then they will begin to cry, had I known. I would have done it this way. I want to show you the path to her house. It is not an easy path. Most times when we want to show people the path to her house, they run away. The path to her house 
it doesn't look like it. Every dimension of wisdom is, is not a path that men tread. That is why even the wise men of the world, many men come and sit at their feet. Because the resource that they bring can run a, can run a city. A wise man can solve all your problems. That is why when the scripture spoke in the book of Ephesians chapter 1, it was Paul that was praying. He said, I, I pray that the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ may give unto you what? Of what? Wisdom and see. Let me tell you one or two things about the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Or rather, revelation and wisdom. You see, revelation is as important or rather, the degree to which you will benefit from revelation is dependent on wisdom. Actually. Because when you have access to revelation, how do you now apply it? When do you apply it? You don't know. Then you lack wisdom. Because it's, it is in wisdom that we now know how to make use of the revelation that God showed us. So a man can be full of revelation, but his life will be barren. His life will be barren because he lacks wisdom. Even though he has access to many things, resources, men, connections, relationships, but his life is what? Barren. Because he doesn't know how to juxtapose the things that would have lifted him up. Another man will come and look at the thing and say, what we have been looking at is this year. Or you have been sitting on it all this while. Huh? You are looking at heaven, calling everybody to help you. What you need is wisdom. When wisdom begins to call a young man, the first call that wisdom gives you is to walk. That's the first call, wisdom. Because wisdom does not undermine the fact that a young man has strength, that a young man has power. What wisdom does is to take advantage of that your power and your strength and begin to accomplish many things. A young man can stay awake and study his books for 20 hours. I remember when I did a campus those days, food microbiology. I read for three days straight. Three days. I was drinking Nescaf. Three days I didn't sleep. You don't know your capacity as a young man. Is when wisdom instructs you to walk, then you will see your capacity. Meanwhile, there is an age that man will get to. He can't do that. To do that is to kill himself. So, wisdom will never teach young men. Wisdom will teach young men, one, not to walk. Two, to walk carelessly. Or rather, spend their energy in unfruitful adventures. Do you know what I mean? This is a typical example. Wisdom, do you know how you know foolish people? They receive in spiritual context many impartations. They have not cooked anyone. They will prefer to go to another meeting than to pray and fast and allow the one that they receive to manifest. <laughs> they don't love prayer meetings. They love meetings where you share big revelations. 
what they don't know they don't ask questions where is the revelation coming from if you are a wise young man you will save your generation many people will come and sit at your feet are you with me the truth is that a competent ministry of revelation goes with wisdom revelation. I don't mean people that speak revelation that they got second hand. People that have fountains of revelation. They also know the fountain of wisdom. It is only normal. Wisdom and revelation go out. Wisdom and revelation go what? A man of revelation that is not wise has not, he has problem. He has, he has a very big problem. Or rather what he has is not revelation. Because if, if it's fountain you brought your own from, in that same place, is one fountain that now branched into two heads. One is revelation, one is wisdom. Actually, one can be closed. And in most cases, wisdom remains closed. Because it operates in such a way that you will never realize. You are a young man now. He is not given to you to be wise. Everybody expects you to be foolish. Are you with me? That's why if you make mistakes and do all kinds of rubbish as a young man, they will say, nah, he's a young man, allow them, they are young. Allow them, they are young. Allow them. You, you, you are not getting the message. The message is allow them, it's not they are young. Allow them, they are foolish. Allow them, they are foolish. Do you believe that? May God banish foolishness in the name of Jesus. have decided to seek wisdom with my life. If you seek wisdom, you will solve your generation's problem. It is wisdom that makes us pray the way we pray. Because we have seen, do you know how the search for wisdom starts? It starts with, with questions. Yes. You have many questions unanswered. What do you do? You begin to seek out the answers. When you answer one, you have solved the problem for your generation. When you start in the beginning, it will seem as if you are trying to help yourself. It's all about you. But after some time, you will now realize that you are being wooed by an entity, a reality that is beyond you. After some seasons, it will seem as if those things have been poured into you. The way you live, the way you act, the way you think. The emphasis you make, the way you talk, the way you carry your being will be full of wisdom. Men will look at you and indeed see somebody like Jesus. He said, Before Abraham, I was. <laughs> it is then that we found out. Believe me, wisdom can make you old. Because the frequency with which you operate with, even old men cannot find it. They wonder, What is it about this young man? I say it's not about young or old. It's about wisdom. We count old men and young men in the reality, in the realm where it matters by the depth of wisdom that they have accessed. Are you with me? If you become wise, they will call you to the table of elders. That's what I'm saying. Uh, it doesn't matter your age. 
elders will come and they will know that if we go forward, we need the counsel of this man. Because even though it seems as if by age is young, something that we have not even tapped into is flowing like a fountain in his life. This man has solutions that we seek. Why don't we go and seek him out? Our generation doesn't seek wisdom. Let me start that way. Especially in this country. We don't have many wise people. In your opinion, do we have wise people? No, we don't. The heavy problems and challenges we have in this nation is a proof that there are diet of wise men. Because if a wise man is here, a wise man takes one problem and solves it. When we have hundred wise men, is hundred problems what? Solved. Are you wise? What have you successfully solved in your family, in your life, in your campus, in your territory? Nigeria. What have you solved? In your own opinion, are we raising wise men from your campus? In your own opinion. Are we raising from your campus? You like Men that are looking for a job. When they finish, all of them will line up behind me like this. I mean, Pastor, that job, I need God to intervene. I'm showing this final seed. What am I doing with your seed? Use the seed to start business. Some of you think we died to seed before we started. Yeah, I know that if I emphasize on seed, I won't go far. If I emphasize on what you give me, I won't go far. God has set us as an example for our generation. A public spectacle. And giving us grace and mercy sufficient to stand the gospel that we preach. As I am now, I don't take salary. A young man like me, try it. I'm not saying it's bad, though. It's a good thing. I will do it for that. But I had an encounter. I had an encounter, and I chose to believe that encounter beyond my suffering. I suffered for years to prove that what I saw was true. Because if you had encounters, it has to be ironed into convictions. Because circumstances will come to test those encounters to know whether the one that had it actually believed in it. It is after those tests that you now begin to leave the manifestation. Meanwhile, people have encounters and they expect to manifest the next minute. <laughs> No, the scripture said that the word of the Lord came to Joseph and tested him. When the word of the Lord comes to you, first thing it does is not to make you manifest. It does what? Push you to test. Pray to us. I want to start today by giving you the history of the sluggard. Have you heard of the sluggard? <laughs> Proverbs chapter 6. Then it's read for me. Proverbs chapter 6. 
verse 4. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 4. Give not sleep to thy eyes, nor slumber to thy eyelids. Continue. Deliver thyself as a roar from the hand of the hunter and as a bed from the hand. Are you following? Are you sure you are following? He has, he has already released two bombshells. He said, Deliver yourself like the roar. The roar is the bed that is flying, and they set a trap for him. An average man, especially a young man, doesn't know that there is a trap. There is a trap before you to keep you in mediocrity. Yeah. There is a trap. I have told you people that even when you come to Christ, generational causes doesn't and shouldn't reflect in your life. Meanwhile, there is still grounds upon which those symptoms can still manifest in your life if Satan can still find the foothold of the weaknesses that your father has had in you there are many of you your, your father, your father, your mother your mother is very lazy you know anytime they speak about work and hard work the, the person becomes angry with the person mentioning work what you like is to sleep till 12 p.m. in the afternoon. And then you go and buy one nonsense thing and cook. In your own opinion, cooking is work. And then you come back by five six and become housewife. When you give birth to two children, you now relax. <laughs> your mother is like that. We are turning out like that. It's a weakness. That in is where Satan will stand and perpetuate a generational curse. Just be lazy enough. If you are lazy enough, poverty will catch up. Continue reading. All you need to do is to be lazy. Don't say, if you say, I will be rich! Satan still looks at your life. And he still saw laziness. He will come and sit in your house and use fan and be funny himself because he knows that no lazy person will ever be rich it doesn't matter the seed you sow and the confession you make it doesn't matter the motivational book you read in this world if you like watch Jim Ron. you know Jim Ron. you know him find out about Jim Ron. what's the name of the black one Les Brown. If you like, watch Les Brown from morning to night. You don't want to work hard. Be poor. Read. Deliver thyself as a roar from the hand of the hunter. Okay. And as a bed from the hand of the fowler. Mm -hmm. Go to the ants, thou sluggard. Turn to, you. <laughs> Turn to your neighbor. Turn to your neighbor. Say, go to the ant. Thou slogan. Look at your neighbor. You are looking at me, my friend. Go to the ant. Thou slogan. The person, if you think in your heart, as they said this, if you think 
that you are not a slogger, that means you are one. Because if you are working as hard as you should, your life should have been better than this. Do you know how hard Jesus worked when he was on the face of the earth? Jesus will do crusade till 6, 7 in the night. Are you with me? He will go and pray around 10 and pray till 4. By the time he's coming, he is coming to catch up because the day is about to break. And then he will meet his disciples sleeping on the boat. And when he saw them, they said, It's a spirit. He said, Be of good cheer. It is I. And as soon as he stepped down in that coast, miracle began to break out everywhere. You, you want God to use you in the miraculous, you sleep through the night. <laughs> Even one drop of anointing, you know, go touch your head. Should I tell you the secret? Anointed men work hard. If you see a man that is consistent in the anointing, he is consistent in hard work. I was watching one message by Benihin one day, and he said that it takes him sometimes 20 hours for his battery to be full. You have watched it. So a man lies down. Katrinkuma lays flat on her face 18 hours. How many? How many? Flat on her face. And she said, I will never live here, oh God, until you assure me that the cripples will walk, the blind will see, the deaf will hear. You, you jump and say, God is good. And then when you come, small headache will leave. You say, oh God, defend your holy name. The name that is ancient of this, I am that I am, the King of Kings. As you are saying it, the person is dying in your hands. Because it's only human beings that you can manipulate, it's not God. Oh no, God will disgrace you. If you honor God in the secret, He will honor you in the open. You cannot disgrace God in the secret and then come in the open and behave as if you are friends. Meanwhile, you know in the secret you are not the friend of God. You don't know him in intimacy. You come outside suddenly, me, I behave like that. You know, there are some of your friends, they don't greet you in the village. When they now see you in the campus, they will say, Hi. They will now say, Ladies, am I correct? Hi. Say hi. I will put my earphone. When they see people, they know you. When they come inside, they don't know you. They are hypocrites. Do you know how hard Jesus works? He works so hard sometimes that his disciples have to carry him. Eh? Carry him like this and put him in the boat. In my own opinion, that sleep that Jesus was sleeping and the boat is about to capsize is not intentional. The man was very tired. He's so tired that he doesn't have anywhere to sleep. As they are traveling to another city, he is sleeping on the road. I will show you something. Who is your savior? Are you born again? Who is your savior? Are you sure? Are you supposed to be like him? 
I will show you. There is no man that walked this earth that walked harder than Jesus. No wonder he had the result he had in three and a half years. He's not only anointing, my friends. Say hard work. If I had a more anointing, but no, what you need is to work harder in the one that you have. Work harder. Laziness is killing people. Go to the ant. Oh, you sluggard! Don't worry, I will give you another test. Me and you will sit in a table. You will see, you will see that you are very lazy. If we sit face to face with Bible like this, from 8 a.m., you will see that you will want to leave your seat 100 times before it is 10. By the time we clock 12 in the afternoon, your whole body will be going like this. Try it. Try it. Try it. Bring your Bible to study. Study more than two hours. That's when you will find out that you must have touched your phone are you with me? Like somebody is guilty. You must have touched your phone. You will now remember people you need to touch and people you need to talk to. Turn to your neighbor again and say, Go to the ant. Use slogan. You are the one. Okay, touch yourself. Touch yourself so that. Touch yourself. If you if you work hard enough, are you with me? I've seen some people say, uh, "God, hey, God, don't favor me on this one, that one." I will just look at them and laugh. Don't 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 look. Don't ever follow people who are looking for the easy way out. You will never be my friend. I've always said it many years ago. That is why I received the kind of grace I received. And ask God myself, where is the toughest assignment? Let's go there. Because it's the tough assignment that requires extraordinary grace. You are idle and you want heavy anointing. Why? Why do you need it? Why do you need anointing? Young men is chatting me. There are many on Facebook. They say they want this one. They want. I, I ask them why. You can't even pray for one hour. You can't pray for your family. You can't pray. You can't read, but you can't do anything. You want anointing. You want power. You want money. For what? Stories, so don't come and 
be self-righteous. Just for the fact that you know I'm inside that my office, there is a way people begin to adjust themselves. Just for the fact that I'm there praying, there are many people that change their prayer gear because I'm there. Go to the end, O ye sluggard. If you come for two days and you didn't see me, you may still come or you may still come, but you will not take it easy. No be so. Go to the end, you sluggard. Do you know what he was saying? He said that these guys, they don't have captain. They don't have anybody pushing them. You are lucky you saw somebody that he said, you are, you are wrong. They don't have. So, if you make mistake, if in that case, even when you enter error or make mistake, it is justified, at least in the eyes of the people. But, they aren't. Continue. Provided her meat in the summer. Mm. And gathered her food in the harvest. Hmm. How long without sleep, O sluggard? <laughs> now, this is one way we know a sluggard. How many of you like sleep here? Raise your hand. Some people are not raising their hand. Are you saying you don't like sleep? You don't. Okay. You don't like sleep. Because I'm coming, I'm going to prove it. Everybody that said, especially the guys in town that said they don't like sleep, is me and you. Until your eyes is red and coming out, you say you don't like sleep. <laughs> you don't like sleep. Raise your hand. You like sleep now. Anyway, that is not the basis to sleep a little. It means your let me tell you what it means to like sleep. It's not that you slept out of necessity. It's that there is a longing in your heart to sleep a little more. Say a little more. You like that. You want to wake. You know it's now I should wake. Now. Now. The thing you say. And if you will now use something to explain it, you will now tell you you need to be more effective today. So one more hour. Say one more hour. Say after me, one more hour. Then I no go respond. And then you sleep one more. Before you now stretch your body thirty minutes. Before you know it is another two hours. Now, it doesn't matter whether you slept two hours or four or five. That desire to sleep is the problem. Is there inside of a man. He, a man wants to sleep just a little more. Every day you are wrestling with sleep. When will you win? <laughs> when will you win the warfare? a little more sleep. Continue. So let's see the consequence of a little more sleep. How long without sleep, O sluggard? When without arise out of that sleep, 
yet a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep, so shall thy poverty come as one that traveleth, and thy want as an armed man. You see, now wait. The person that does this doesn't know the implication. The day you will know what you did to yourself is when problems start coming. Are you with me? If you like, fold your hands until tomorrow you marry. Tomorrow you marry and give birth to children. And I've noticed these people that are lazy, they, they give birth to too many children. It's laziness. They have time. You hearing what I'm saying? Don't go and don't go and give birth to a tribe, my friend. It's a serious issue, and you are laughing. It's a serious issue. You, your father is a millionaire, so you can give birth to forty children. Are you with me? So you are covered as long as you can train them until you forget one of their names. <laughs> This is what the scripture is saying. He's saying that the one that sleeps too small. See, the scripture is not saying you are oversleeping. He doesn't want to mention that. He's, a, he's trying to emphasize on the desire. That wants to take a little more rest. A little more. Let's wait 30 more minutes now. Eh? So it's, this one is sleep. The next one a little more. Is what we call a little more folding of arms. Another word for that is procrastination. Say after me, procrastination. Let's do it by seven. Let's do it by seven. Why should we do it by seven when we can do it now? Are you hearing what I'm saying? Why are you postponing that until next year? Go to the ant. You forgot. Let me tell you. Do you know how the Chinese left their poverty state? It is 70% hard work. There is too many. You don't know Nigeria. There, there are more policies in Nigeria than we will ever implement in our lifetime. Do you know? Nigerians are very good in policy formulation. Implement it now. Because to implement it will take hard work. Even in ministry, if you go to Facebook at all, people will be sharing revelation on how the revival will come. How the, the, the shape of the revival, the things we need to pray. You know how Charles Finney prayed and they did the same. And people will say, hey, man of God, oh, Kai, I need this, your fire. The person you are telling you need this fire, <laughs> my brother, let me advise you. Be careful for the fire you pray for. Some people, their fire is, is ice water. Very cold. And you say you need their fire. That, that's, that's the reason why your own started going down. Because they did impartation for you. 70% of all those things that they are writing like fire and revivalists in faith, none of them is paying any price. If, ask yourself now, if half of them is paying the price of revival, what should we have? We should have something. 
You know what we are having here? Imagine if we have as half of the same thing. People doing it. It's talk. It's all talk. I have seen it. It's all talk. When you want to labor, labor now. Labor now. That's when you see that real prayer that brings revival is a level. I know people have told you you just pray anyhow. It's not praying anyhow. It's travails that bring revivals. That's why we call it revival travails. Have you heard of a man called Father Natch? Father Daniel Natch of blessed memory. He was the one that stood behind Charles Tiffany. Charles Grandis Infinity. Before they will go for a revival meeting in a city. Father Nash will set up sometimes 21 days, 40 days before Charles will arrive in the city. And then he will stay there. Revival, oh God. Give me the prostitutes. Give me the drunkards. Give me the madmen. Give me the occultists. G- give me kaboom, kaboom, kaboom. <laughs> I cover us so that men they don't like that. It it puts a toll on you. Have you not noticed? The reason why people think prayer is a joke, the the one that doesn't know what real prayer is thinks that the person that went to do farm work has done more work than you that prayed. You have not done real prayer. When you did when you do real prayer, you will not know it's hard work. One day, Daniel Nash appeared in a meeting three days before Charles Finney came. He went to the barn where they keep the hays for the animals and he entered there and he began to cry. The woman that owned the place called Charles and said, a certain man arrived here and for three days he has not seen the sun, he has not eaten, he has not drunk. All I'm hearing is the sounds of crows. Oh, oh, oh. Three days. Why won't revival come? Tears everywhere. No wonder Leonard Ravenhill said that one of the major reasons revival carries is because there are scarcity of tears. Men refuse to wail and cry. That the shape of our territory will take a new turn as a result of their capacity to plead and ask for God's intervention. It's hard work. See this thing we are doing. The, this one. The one that really brings the revival. is not all this jingolism. You know, there are people doing jingolism. Jingolism. And somebody will fall under power. That one is not the real thing. When you pray, real pray, even your spirit, soul, and body will know. You have seen the way we pray now. In case you have not seen, you will see it next tomorrow. By the time you finish praying, you will know that you gain mileage. There are days I will finish praying and I will feel like I end 10 years. Like that. That's the sort of prayer I prayed for long and I knew I was old. I'm not young. When you pray that type of prayer, you become old in the spirit. When you pray that type of prayer, you achieve the work of 10 years in a moment.
a little folding of the hands. Just small, just small. It's not big one. I with me. Just small. An average Nigerian is lazy. That's what I found out. How do I know? Ask me how do I know? It's because of their mindset. If a Nigerian has an opportunity to miss work, he will miss it. What do you think is at work? Say laziness. You are not with me. If you allow a Nigerian, if you allow him not, if he can find a way not to go to work, will he go? His laziness. That day he didn't go to work. Ask him what he's doing. He's watching television. If salary comes, he will hey, he will be the first to come and collect. He wants salary, he doesn't want work. How do you feel that you collected salary you did not work for? This my message is hard. But when you do that, it's not about the work and the money they are giving you. It's a culture you are developing inside of you. We want to raise a generation. A generation that is, doesn't have entitlement mentality. You know what is entitlement? Is government to Nigerian government is bad. This one is bad. This is my mother, is my father, is the people I pray for. The people I pray for, they, they don't want to do this for me. Is entitlement, is laziness that makes people do that. When you walk hard, you will see the truth, my friend. Stop being lazy. And when I mean lazy, I'm not saying you are not doing anything at all. I'm saying just a little more rest. Say a little more rest. A little more sleep. A little more food. A little more pleasure. A little more discussion. A little more flexing. A little more TV. A little more Telemundo. Am I saying it's bad? You can watch, but I found out something about Telemundo. If you start, you know, go free stuff. It will, some, it will start consuming your hours. It is not like you say, let me take one hour, one hour, 30 minutes and stop. You need to find out what Diego did finally. What's the name of the new one? What I know is that they normally use the name Diego because it sounds romantic. You are gone. A generation follows frivolity. That's when they finish watching it. That's what young ladies finish watching. And they now relax. And they will be looking for a knight in a shining armor. That will come and carry her. And carry her to her El Dorado. May the Lord deliver us in Jesus name. Until your husband come back one day and say, No money home. You say, how can you go? He said, follow me tomorrow in case you think I'm lying. Let's go. Say, let's go together. And a wise woman should not follow. Because you follow, you go there, all of you will sit down. Because, because you follow that day, the small one he dropped, he won't drop again. The two of you will stay there. Stay there. Your night is shining armor. He is now a connect in the sun. Some of those people, we need to bring them to Unquo. 
This is the problem. Are you with me? This is the problem we are trying to solve. A little sleep. Just a little more. We make you to end up in poverty. So why is Africa poor? A little sleep. A little slumber. And I have explained to you what a little sleep is. And I have explained to you what a little slumber is. And I have explained to you what a little folding of the arms is. You walk now. I know you work now. I've met you in the hospital. If they say, let's pay you, don't come to. You have an option of working. And then, okay, you have an option of receiving pay without doing any work. But you can still work. Huh? They will be paying you and you'll be doing average African won't like to walk. When people hear walk from home, do you know what they, they understand by walk from home? Have more time for laziness. Is it not true? If I'm lying, say the truth. That's what an average Nigerian understands by that word, walk from home. I now have more time for if you live. I have more time. Are you with me, Amara? You are understanding? Is I have more time. That is wrong. That is a mentality that needs to die. When people hear about entrepreneurship and having your own business, do you know what they think? Hey, let's leave this nine to five for slavery. It's slavery. It's slavery. All of them will be going. They don't. Un- do you know what they understand by that said statement? They understand that they, when you leave five to nine to five and you start your own. You will not have more time for enjoyment. Even if they give you 10 million, it will, you will watch it, it will fizzle in your hand. Money will go down in the hand of a man that is not hardworking. Let's assume you are doing business and you are making a gain of, you started, you are making a gain of 1,000 in a week. And you notice next week that your gain dropped by 500. What should you do? You go and pray. You must find out why your gain dropped. A lazy person will continue. Assume that things will just get better. It means that you have stopped working as hard as you are working. This my message doesn't lend itself to the mysteries you understand. Oga, many pastors are lazy. I tell you from my experience. That's why all of them are looking for anointing. Everywhere you go, anointing, anointing, anointing. So that when they get anointing, they will not be lazy. Have you not seen it? They will not sit down one place and be developing pot belly. Developing pot. I don't know. I hate pot belly. Thank God all my guys in the front. Nobody has. If you have pot belly, go to the back, my friend. How can a young man have pot belly? Anytime I see pot belly, I always assume it's a lack of fasting. No, it's not exactly true, but that's my mindset. You know. 
Are you with me? Follow me. I'm teaching you practice. When you live here, your, as you are here, your life has changed already. I'm sure. I'm sure. This thing comes across every single thing you do in life. Because it's a kingdom civilization. As we studied yesterday, the scripture said that God walked for six days and on the seventh he rested. So the ratio of God's walk to rest is six to one. My God. And the scripture now began to tell us in the New Testament. He said, Jesus himself spoke. He said, my father walked until now and I walked. There is a place I would have shown you. Okay, let me touch it and then we come back here. Quickly, jot it down. You need to write it down. Matthew chapter 10 verse 24, 1. Write it. Luke chapter 6 verse 40. I want you to read it for me. John chapter 13 verse 16. And John chapter 15 verse 20. Matthew 10 24. Read quickly. Matthew chapter 10 verse 24. Yeah. The disciple is not above his master nor the servant above his lord now are you hearing what this scripture is saying jesus said my father walked up till now and i what walk and this scripture we read in the book of Matthew said that the disciple is not what the disciple is not above the master your master walks up till now are you a disciple? You don't want to answer me. Are you a disciple? If you go to, even a young man that works hard, if you go to the depth of his heart, the reason why he wants to work hard, he is working hard, is to blow. You are not with me. He doesn't want to develop a culture of work. What is lacking in Nigeria, in Africa, is that we have lost touch with the culture of work. You have money and then what? So a young man, an average young man in Africa, wants to work hard and labor till he has money. And then he stops working. That is why we are retarded. The best of our brains stagnates at a certain point in their development. Because they assume that money is the apex of pursuit. They don't know that there is a vista, a channel of wisdom and development that begins to come through the heart and the life of a man that is given to hard work. Men like Henry Ford, imagine if they gave up. We will have cars. Are you seeing it? When he had money, he should have stopped. When Bill Gates had money, he should have stopped. Is it not true? When Facebook, when he started Facebook and had money, he should have stopped. Because as of the time he had only Facebook, he was a billionaire. But he is a hard worker. He still wears overalls to go to work. Because they understand that work is a culture. It is not... Work is both the means to an end. And if you see it from kingdom context, it's also the end in itself. Are you with me? Considering how the kingdom viewed, God viewed what Jesus did, you will now find out that in the context of what Jesus achieved, that even work is not just the means to an end, it's the end in itself. Because the scripture testified, 
speaking about the things that Jesus did as the redemptive dimension of God's works, he called it the finished what? Works of Christ. That means the culmination of everything that Jesus did is counted as what? Work. So it then means that the end to what Jesus was doing is work. An average African sees work as the means of it. When he has a car, he stops. When he has money, he stops. When he has five billion, he goes and takes fifty title and relax and begin to oppress his. He will start oppressing his his poor people of his village. Low minded mentality. If he has one million, he will use five hundred thousand and do charm and be is 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 here. I know you say is to go to church to do deliverance. Is deliverance I'm doing for you like this? So stop breaking coconuts and doing koboko service. This is the real deliverance. Okay, don't. If you go to that coconut service, me and you, it's over. This is the deliverance that they should come for. Go and check their hearts. What they want is just to relax at home. And then we'll be bringing money. No be so. No be so. It's not only you. All of all. It's the same thing. Is it not true? If you have one billion now. Hey. What you will now do is that you bring, line up a convoy of 10 cars. Men, I know here the like this. In your own mind, you have arrived. You are, you are lazy. According to the Bible, you are very lazy. Because the reason why you had 1 billion is to have opportunity to make more. The person that has money has more opportunity of making more money than the person that doesn't have. Is it not true? Your hard work will pay more when he's resting on money. When you are working, can't sue anybody. In our cave, you have lived in Ibo land long enough to understand this thing I said. My friend, it's hard, but you can sit down and strategize on business because you have money to sponsor it. You are more liable to getting more loans from back banks when you already have money. As you are now, go and tell them, even 50,000 they won't give you. But I know of rich men that banks go to them and is asking to give them loan. Banks are offering loan for them. How many of you know that banks don't work on Sunday? It's for poor people, though. For rich people, banks work all time, all the day. This one, I'm not saying, I've been in a rich man's house and he called a bank manager and said, um, I need five million now. He said, the bank manager said, yes, sir. On Sunday. Don't go now. That's how they will sack you. 
You don't know some bank branches are being held. Business is running there because of just five to seven accounts. The rest of you that is there, they, they, can, they can close bank hall. Even in COVID-19 time, there are people that bank hall is open for them permanently. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Close is not for some people. Close. Close for what? I'm solving. Read the next one. Look, look chapter 6 verse 40. Mm-hmm. The disciple is not above his master. But everyone that is perfect shall be as his master. Now, you see, this thing is graduating. Number one is that he said that a disciple ought to be like the master. The second place said that a disciple should be like the master and he has to be perfect. The disciple that decides to be like the master will not be perfect. Are you with me now? So, if your master suffered, actually if you read that place well, what Jesus is saying, if your master suffered, you should expect to suffer. If he walked, you should expect to what? Read the next one. John 13, 16. Yeah. Verily, verily, I say unto you, the servant is not greater than his master, neither he that is sent, that is sent greater than he that sent him. He said, a servant is no greater than the master. A servant is no greater than the master, neither he that is sent greater than he that sent him. The last one. John 15, 20. Yeah. Remember the word that I said unto thee. The servant is not greater than his Lord. Mm-hmm. If they have persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they have kept my saying, they will keep yours also. Are you seeing it? So let's go back to the slogan, the history of the slogan. Proverbs chapter 10 verse 26. Proverbs now 10 verse 26. Write it down. Write all these things down. Write it down. Do further studies. Consolidate your convictions. Proverbs chapter 10. Am I right? Verse 26. Read quickly. As vinegar to the teeth and as smoke to the eyes, so is the slogan to them that send him. As what? Okay, vinegar to the teeth. <laughs> How many of you know what is vinegar? You should know now. I studied food science and technology and one of the consistent things we need to do many of our productions is vinegar. Have you tested vinegar before? How does it taste? Have you tried to send a lazy man to do something for you? He said he's sour in the mouth. You know what my mother told me many years ago? He said it's better you send a hard working man that makes mistakes than a lazy man 
that doesn't make mistakes. Because we never get anything done. It's better the man is making mistakes, you are now guiding him, guiding him, than he is never getting anything done. Are you with me? I say an average or if the man okay is lazy. On a day for meeting. Now he's meeting. The meeting of or if the man. <laughs> an average or if the man is Why would you have money? And the reason why you want to have money is to oppress that your neighbor. This mentality has killed Africans. Americans and they want to have money to have more money, to have money to the point that the whole of their territory will never speak about. This is real wealth. You have so much money that you have been able to produce just because you are expanding in your wealth. Developments are coming around you. Real wealth is not handed, real help to people is not handing out money to them. That's the problem of Nigeria. They prefer to be giving you COVID 19 relief. COVID 19 relief. And you collect. There are things you shouldn't collect, my friend. There is a way I think, oh, I don't think like you. There are things you collect, it's like you are binding yourself. Like politicians give you money to go and vote. Stop collecting that nonsense. I know you did it before. The years of your ignorance have the Lord what? Are you going to do it again? <laughs> <laughs> you know why you are saying this thing and feeling self-righteous you did not do your service in an election year I did your service in an election year so if you go there oh boy see fight just to select you. They finally select you. You know one collect. Where are you from? Some of us, we have to decide that we are not going to do the work. When you finish collecting that thing, you can't say you are free. These people are, these are universal laws that they are operating. As small as that thing is, they have bought your allegiance in the spirit. That is why when they give out those things, when you now come in the natural, they, they have bought the voice of the people. Can you see what is happening in this nation? Nobody can speak. Because majority of the people that would have spoken, their voice have been bought. Even when you speak, your voice will be shallow and hollow. Because the punch power that should make people to come back to their senses have been taken away by the way you are giving yourself to the meat that is on the table of Nebuchadnezzar. It's not a sin, but it's a weight. And those weights take out the potencies of your ministry. 
the potencies, the power of your engagement. It is in consecration that we gain the power to administrate our mandate and our ministry. I don't want to preach these big things. Let's handle work. Do you know why I'm here? It's hard work. In my own opinion, <laughs> do you know people said I'm an anointed that somebody is telling me that is power, power that I me that is not even seeing myself as an anointed. Am I anointed? Huh? Huh? No. Do you know what is an anointing? Not. And that is why I've refused to hear those things. When we when we become anointed, we will know. For now, we are just we are we take we will start our training next year. Next year we start training. Next year we now start training. What you see around my life is simply hard work finish. Because I've looked around and I saw that every other person has advantage more than me. What should I do? Is it not to work hard? I, I stopped complaining that this person has this ability I don't have. This person can talk. I don't know how to talk. You don't know my disadvantage. If I leave them, it's enough to stop you from doing anything. Some of you say I can I can speak now. I, you have utterance. You are no. <laughs> this is my sister. Go and answer. My name is Chiedu Wogu. Iwanibo. Imipa uchiedu Wogu. Hey. Now people now hear me talk and, and they say, Wow, what utterance! We know where Jesus helped us from. Meanwhile, what people don't know is that should I say this? Even the utterance and teaching is not is not mere impartation. It's not mere we worked hard on it. Go and take my message that I preached four years ago and listen to it. And listen to the one I preached last year and listen. You will see the difference. Difference might not so much be in the anointing and many other things. But difference will be in communication. I sat down and studied all the books I know on hermeneutics. Yes. Volumes like this. I will teach you people for free. There is a way to minister. Have you not noticed that the way I mean it, you like it? Or I come and try. <laughs> Have you not noticed the way I minister? Sometimes you call people's name. It skills. You learn it. You, if you are preaching, you close your eye. Yeah, you are trying, you are anointed, and people are being caught, they are crying, they are praying. If you go to another meeting, they won't cry, you are distracting them. Take note of it, write it down. I 
I know you like the way Pastor Chris commands the stage. You have started wearing tie like him. I'm sorry for you. of the reason I started listening to Apostle Rome is to change the way I speak. I know what you seek is anointing and all those things. But the man has a good command of English language. Let's tell ourselves the truth. That's what me I wanted. But as I was looking for it, I got another one. And just like everybody, you need to know that the thing that is on a man and a ministry, 70% of them is in their messages. Every other person that caught it will tell you the same, the same thing. From 2017, in fact, when they chased me out of the church, I was pastoring 2017, December. I was fasting. What, when I was fasting, I was just with my daughter and his messages. I was just listening to two dosages of bread. Not so loud. I was I listened to everything. I was listening, 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 listening. Even when I came to Makodi, that's what I do daily. I take three tablets every day. Then by three, four, I go to text. Unam pray, come back. I take. I was consciously, I'm not saying I wasn't looking for impartation, really. Let me tell you the truth. I was looking to improve the way those days anointing will be flo- I will use anointing and cover all my incompetences. Or that one day your incompetences you hearing what I'm saying? Saving your life. that person laughing are you saying you are perfect let's do analysis finish up for me some of you might not have known let me also tell you you know sometimes I come here have you noticed anytime I pick my I can teach and I'll be teaching things do you know all of us can arrive here and I will start teaching my brother, let me tell you the truth. Nobody just came there. For many years I read and read and studied and studied. How many times have you read your Bible for reading's sake? I like the way your Bible was looking. Or is it just New Testament? Ask my siblings. I have destroyed Bible like this a few is it you shoot it you shoot it you shoot what did i say self me you and regurgitate and chew again and regurgitate and chew again and then you swallow hmm. it will be bitter but when it comes out it will be sweet no divisional library 
How many of you know that place? There are no more there now. As soon as I finish youth service, some people are buying things with their youth service. I use probably some people that I did youth service with, we remember. I spend, our Alawi is 19.5. I spend a minimum of 10,000. That is after tithe and all those, we pay 4,000 and many other things we do. I spend a minimum of 10,000 to buy books. Every month. Every month. Ask my siblings, when others are coming back, <laughs> when others are coming back with their goodies for new service, me, I was coming back with a, a very big Ghana must go of books. The books were so heavy, they hand top. Is he not the truth? No, if I'm give her mic, maybe I'm lying. Let me turn my back. I'm even underestimating. I bought and bought and bought and bought. Anytime I appear to Lagos, I go to Ajegula, Papa. There is a place they sell books in bulk quantity cheap. I will buy until all my money will finish. I will now be coming back from Lagos. They will think I carry bread. My brother is books. What I read is an average of three books per week. <laughs> I'm not supposed to say this, but it's to help you in this class to know that no, there is no luck. Stop believing in luck in Africa. You people should stop believing in luck. There is no luck. If God walked, you must walk. Creation is a walking experience. Nothing can be created until a man decides to walk. Even miracles are worked. Even the miracle you are trusting for, it is worked. The Bible calls it the walking of miracles. what I'm saying. The reason, some of the reason why demons are still binding some people is laziness. You can't wake up in the night. You will go and break coconut, but you can't pray. You can't pray for two hours in the night for 21 days. It's laziness. You are lazy. That's why you are bound. If you enter revival, or one of the things that enters you, that's some of the things you think is spirit of prayer is the spirit of discipline and diligence. That's what enters you. What makes you wake up every night? What makes you come to a meeting every day? Before five. It's a spirit we carry. Do I force you to come on time? Why are you? It's a spirit. It's a spirit. It's diligence. It's commitment. We oh, yes, it. So when I found out, me, I know get an advantage of, there are people that had advantage. I focused on hard work. Hard work. Hard work. I started grinding it. I started grinding it. I started grinding it. That's why after some time, now, and I know why God allowed me to follow that path. So that I will teach a generation. Process has become my greatest advantage. And I found out now that process is a blessing. Do you know the reason why I can teach you 
is beyond the information I'm giving you. It's the process that I'm showing you. That nobody just appeared. And if somebody like me, look at me now. Me, I'm weak. I'm small. I'm young. Count all the disadvantages. So if I can do it, how much more strong person like you? Huh? You know strong? You are strong, my friend. Are you not two times praised though? You think he's for children? Huh? You are strong though. Anybody that can lead her fellow women is a strong person. Is a strong person. Anointing no rich more. Are you with me? You are not with me. Anointing. Where are we now? Huh? Have you read verse 26? Read Proverbs chapter 13 verse 4. Proverbs chapter 13 verse 4. The soul of the sluggard desireth and has nothing. But the soul of the diligent shall be made fat. If you are here and you are posted Here is your, your brother. I, I will catch him this weekend. He will go and put, he normally posts the picture of one big fried rice like this with two laps of chicken. How many of you have seen that thing on his WhatsApp? Oh, we are men. Jasper. I have cautioned him five times. He will still go back and put it. He's a lost in his heart. I have tried by all means to deliver him. But he has decided that if there is one thing I will die on, let me die on food. I Food. But the heart of the slogan desired this state. It takes diligence to have it. How many of you you post Lamborghini? On your status. There is one thing that rained one time. And everybody was putting up the video. They will show one television that will come down from the wall like this. And then at the end, Pastor Chris will say, I will never be poor in my life. And everybody now put it. You put it, raise your hand. My brother. Many of those people, they are struggling to eat. After posting that thing, they lost their job. They posted loss in their business. After that thing, I will never be poor in my life. Didn't you post it, Olga? Ah! Wow. So, the heart of the slogan desires that television. You never have it. It's only on WhatsApp status that you will end up. Continue. A righteous man hated lying, but a wicked man. Where are you now? Verse what? Verse 5. No. Go to Proverbs chapter 20, verse 4. 
Proverbs chapter 20 verse 4. The sluggard will not plug by reason of the cold. Hmm. Continue. Therefore shall he beg in harvest and have nothing. Are you hearing what this place is saying? You wake up in the morning and rain is falling. Rain is falling. Rain is falling. Rain is falling. Even God understands. Even God understands. God understands everything. Even if you, somebody chooses to go to hell, God understands. His choices that we make, the consequence of those choices will not be for it. God understands. God understands that there is rain today. God doesn't understand anything. It's you that lack understanding. Do you know that there are some times you will come back and explain to God that the reason why I've not been able to pray well is because I'm normally sick. I have how many of you you have also and you can't fast? Raise your hand. Let's do it in service. You have also. All of us can fast. Glory to God. There are people that say, I'm now sick, I can't pray, I can't fast, also I can't pray. Now, God understands. Unfortunately, the demons in your family does not understand. Continue giving that excuse. Try it now. Since that day they attacked you, they have stopped. They said, let me now tell you. What will now happen is this. If you decide to give excuse with your weaknesses, it does not exempt you from the consequences of your actions. So, your, for example, your parents are not rich to buy you a laptop. How many of you went to the university and you didn't have laptop to do your project? What did you do your project with? Some of us did with phone and another person's laptop. Thank God for Pastor Ben those days. He gave me his laptop. So, I was using, in fact, I later converted it to ministry laptop. I went to library. The Wi-Fi is strong. And I downloaded all Benin videos. It was more than 100 those days. I was still on them from morning till night. Morning till night. I did it for five months. It was at the end of five months I now had that encounter. When So, imagine if I don't have laptop and you now come and tell your lecturer, I don't have laptop. Oh. That's why I, I didn't do my project. Please wait. I think you can do it at Unizik. I think you can do it. And your lecturers will understand. Is it not true? They will understand. Is it not true? But I'm sure in UNN, a lecturer will come and appear to you and say, I'm ready to keep you for 10 years. Yes. There is a man that, a man failed the course. 
1997. Got married. Tried to pass it, he could not. Got married. After many years, he came back when we were in 300 level. In the year 2010. To come and take the course. The lecturer said, all you carry over, we will still fail you now. <laughs> May you not give excuse with your weaknesses in the name of Jesus. Let me tell you at least three pseudonyms of sluggard in Nigeria. Number one is false teachers and prophets. Do you know why we have many false teachers and prophets in Nigeria? It's simply because of laziness. They don't want to work hard. They want people to gather. They want to collect people's money, but they don't want to work hard. Have you seen those prophets, any small thing that are looking for your money? Looking for your money. Oga, run, run. You are there. You are, they are prophesying. Simply because they said, um, your box has is black in color. And you bought it in 1999. And you say, Kai, this man can see you. Touch your neighbor say, this man can see. That's how you got lost. Please. The village high priest can, can't he do the same thing? He's the same man. It's all that he wore tie and wore this type of clothes. There is no more business in the forest. You are not with me. There is no more business in the forest. They found hall and wore suit and said, call themselves prophet doctor. It's laziness. They don't want to work hard. Do you know how much what it takes to raise a disciple? Do you know what it takes? Many times Jesus will train his disciples. So after training them for three and a half years, when he was about to release the Holy Ghost upon them, they asked him, Is it now time for you to restore the kingdom of Israel to us? Jesus began to wonder. So all this thing I'm teaching you, what are you all even understanding? Self? Sometimes it happens to me. Huh? I will teach this man, teach him. If we now make one mistake, I wonder am I even wasting my time? It has not happened to you. You are not a disciple. I know I preach. I go to missions and preach. Do evangelistic work. But I'm 70% a trainer. A disciple. I can stay with you until your destiny. If you stay close to me for three months, the real you must manifest. There is no two ways about it. You begin to see your potentials that you never knew were there. Something will drag it out of you. And you begin to walk in your ordinations. Certain things about you you never know were there. Your life will be organized and arranged. You will find out the things that are important in your life and you will cut out the excesses. Just don't stay too close to me because you will become useful to your generation. But the burden of a disciple, just like Jesus, is that after some time he look at the people and he seems as if there is no progress made. Just one or two encounters to encourage you. Maybe one day we'll go to we come and lead prayer and everywhere we scatter. No now climb like this and say, Kai not my heart, so sad. Ah, it is with you. 
some days you will tell then he's to lead prayer he will just be struggling like somebody that have not eaten for three days it's true now let the mic from you come out we cannot hinge the destiny of the meeting on that thing you are doing how do you think I feel you think I'm happy telling you that thing I'm telling you if I don't want you to succeed why did I send you in the first place why did I teach you in the first place why did I give you opportunity and when you finish I will call you back and tell you this is where you wasted this is how you need to do this is how before you people went to that administration I told you how to do it when you did it did it work or did it not work that's the burden of a disciple but an average false prophet in Nigeria want to hit it big I was praying and fasting with a young man in campus those days. Are you hearing me, Peter? I was fasting with the man. The young man will look at me. I have said it before. He said, Kai, Suleiman, don't blow. Say after me, Suleiman, don't blow. Say, Pastor Chris, or Yakilome, don't blow. As we pray, so God, they look us for heaven. Say after me, God, they look us for heaven. Will go soon blow. So an average young man labors in the things of God to blow. When a young man asks me, How did you get to where you are? I will I will ask you two or three questions to find out what you actually need. Because what the people are actually asking is how did you manage to blow and people are hearing about you? They are not interested in knowing in knowing God the way you knew God. It's not your God they are after. They're after your influence, they're after your popularity. They are after your anointing. They are after the things that God is using you to do. They don't want to know your God. When I hear those things, I will run away. I will know that that is perverseness manifest from the lost that is in the heart of this generation. They are lost again. God will have to show us mercy. I want to save my generation. I know that countless people will listen to this message. And as many as God wants to show mercy, they will hear me. Their hearts will be called back to order. Sons of order. The ones that understand the heartbeat of their father. For our father yet walk. And we what? Why do we rest? Men that have entered into the chambers and found out the cancers that informs God's oppression on the universe and in the face of the earth. The plans and purposes that he has for the body and through the body. How do you think they will um, walk? How do you think that they will behave? The scripture said, having noticed that the time is short, one of the burdens that he puts upon a man that have realized that the time is short is that he lives circumspectly. Many things does not bother him. And when God says, do like this, he will stay like this until God says, change your style. Jesse, Kai, you are anointed. My God. The second group of people is perennial seekers of impartation and connection. These are one of the slaughters we have in the body of Christ. Perennial seekers of... There are people that is looking for me up and down to impart them 
so that their prayer life will jump from zero to hundred. If you tell these people to come to 24 hours, they will never come. But they want to receive impartation. Perennial seekers of impartation and connection. Anytime they see an anointed man of God, see, preach, they will carry seed and say, Man of God, if you touch this my head, Ororo go drop. They are lazy men. They don't want to work. You didn't ask the man that you are saying impart me how he got his own. You thought he got it by impartation. Anyway, some people got it, but they incubated it. Incubated. 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 Stayed on it. Stayed on it. Stayed on it. Till it began to manifest. Perennial seekers of impartation. They will prefer to be connected to Apostle Aromet than to go to their secret place and pray. When you see the man, he will just shake your hands and forget about you forever. Because even though there is a physical handshake, there was no connection in the spirit. But there are men that never met the man and they, are, they, are, they carry his spirit. There are people that have never met me, they carry my spirit. They speak like me, talk like me, manifest the same power, the same, the same integrity, the same authority, the same prayer grace, the same utterance, the same the same power. Because here, power is inheritance. This if you, am, am I saying impartation and connection is wrong? But the one you received last, what did you do to Do you know why you move forward? It's because you sat down here and walked on the one you received. you jumping up and down. Thinking by going to You know, some people heard my message that I went to Makodi, they now went to Makodi. Hmm. The Lord have mercy on you. If I had option, should I say this? No, I won't say it. Because all things are good. They went there and came back dry. Jesus did not send them. Some of them, Jesus said, pray for your mother. Stay, stay with her for two weeks. They said, they now send themselves. When they when they, they were looking for the things I said on my messages, <laughs> they were waiting for the things I said. They didn't see anything. They're wondering whether I lied to them. See, this thing is a spirit, it is not human manipulation. If it's by human manipulation, some of us won't be here. They will manipulate us out. Hey, me? I know how, there is no way my name will not be on the first batch. It won't be on second batch. It won't be on. How many of you? No admission list. First list, it won't be there. Second list, third list, even VC list. It won't be there. I got open. I got open. I my brother. But, but no, it's not like that. It's God. It's a spirit. A spirit is involved. Every single thing that I pass through. And if you give me option myself, I will not want to go through it. But to prove that it's a spirit, there was grace there. And we encountered the God that sent us. Are you with me? Now follow me, follow me. Party, 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 party. So 
this the young men in the body of Christ they are moving up and down seeking for impartation if you call them let's cook the one we receive they will run away they will pray for two minutes and they will disappear what's the longest hour you have prayed in your life one hour you have tried what's the longest hour you have prayed before you came here One, and you are a minister. They said an average pastor in America prays only 15 minutes. Let me tell you the, the third set of sluggards in this country are people that do certain and malpractice. Almost everybody you see in church have done one certain or malpractice or another. If I if I, I don't want to go into it, if I go into it, you will need to do restitution. No be so. Make we not too pusher. No be so. Make we not too pusher. If we too pusher like this, wahala go, wahala go boss. Na kasala everywhere. Make we not too pusher, because even pastors, they collect money. Na them this. You are not doing this side, but you can be doing this side. It's laziness. It's sluggard. Sluggard mentality. The last set, I want to say, and everybody is involved, is latecomers and time stealers. They are sluggards. I was doing youth service and I was working in a primary school. School starts by 7. And you understand this one. Some teachers, if I come, they will block me so that I will not go and sign on the register. Because when I come, I will sign the time I came by. And some of them will come by 7.30 and sign that they came by 15 minutes to 7. Is it not common? Somebody here has done it. You need to repent. You are a thief. You are a sluggard. Repent. Repent. You are praying for revival in Nigeria. Make God, let God judge. Let God judge you now. If God begins to judge you, might go die. Yo. Huh? Are you with me? That's why revival. <laughs> Sometimes when we, if we pray like this, God will begin to deal with us. Do you know why? If He comes the way we, he, we want Him to come, many of us will become casual. Many people, do you even know why some things are happening in the body of Christ? His answer, God is bringing answer to our prayer. It so happens that when the answer is coming, the majority of the body of Christ is casualty to the same thing. So we are doing the same thing we want God to deal with. And you know how it works. How many of you are lawyers here? You know, that woman that is in charge of justice, her eye is closed. She carries sword here and carries a scale of balances in the other. Doesn't matter who is involved. 
think we need to stop here. My God, we have not done anything. Pillars of work. Number one, we needed to touch is time management. And under time management, number one bullet point, if you can get it quick, is early rising. Number two is prioritizing. Number three is cutting down pleasures. Number four is cutting down unproductive friends. Number five is time planning. Number two under pillars of work is discipline. Number one under work, under discipline is focus power. Number two is self-application. Number three is delayed gratification. Number four is fighting procrastination. Number five is fighting laziness. Number three, under pillars of work, number is principles. Number one under principles is character. The reason why I'm saying this is that you can go and do further study because I'm not sure when we will have to come back to this topic again. Number one under principles is character. Number two is integrity. Number three is diligence. Number four is commitment. And then number five is determination. There is one more. That one more is what we call reward. And under reward we have rest. Even after God walked, he also what? I don't want to count that one. You shouldn't be thinking about rest. Why are you resting? Hmm? You like rest now? If I come in the morning, you just spread yourself like Mbara. No be so. That's how you sleep now. In the evening, you carry my can be making people to be afraid. Hold hands, too, too. We are here to pray. We have not prayed. My brother, you are still a man. When you walk, you need to what? Rest. Let us pray in the next one minute. Ask God to help you. I don't know. From what we have said, it's obvious you need help. Anyway, um, people like Henry don't need help, you know. But people like us, we need help. And let the men that need help cry to the great monarch of Zion. So that from his bounty, he will send forth help from Zion. The scripture says, come with boldness to the throne of grace. So that in seasons of help, there will be an administration. Let men that need God to help them to enter into the seasons of manifestation. Begin to cry out to God once again. The grace to be diligent. The grace to be committed. The grace to come to the point in their life when they become consistent in the things that we cause them to manifest in the due season. The Bible says, let us walk and not faint. If we walk and not faint, it says that in due time, that God will lift you up. If you don't stop, He will lift you up. A time we come and God will bring the just recompense for the days that we walk. I tell you that there are seasons that will come up and now and God will begin to record with the days that you labored, the days that you were diligent, the days that you kept your watch and make sure that the things that God committed to your hands that you walk them out. The scripture said, even your salvation is a workout of salvation with fear and trembling. 
walk in the kingdom civilization. Let men that want to obey God begin to cry out for help. Ambrata Saila Kapela Ambreto Sakambedaha Apekota Kambre Sadiaka Bentarata Oh Oh Aila Manata Aila Manaka Oh my God Oh my God Oh my God Oh my God, Sione, Amenatelia, Ayatamale, Anate. Oh, 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 oh. Ask God to strengthen your hand to level. Ask God to give you the grace of consistency. He that we come, we come. But the scripture said, When we that we come, we come. We live time faith. That word faith is patience. It means carrying power, carrying grace, sustaining grace, the capacity to be consistent, staying there. When we feel like we walk, when we don't feel like we walk, when we are tired, we walk. When we feel like this, when it seems as if the days are far, the scripture says, Tarry here, for the promise we come. Is 
to walk. <laughs> to carry the presence. David said we had this story about the ark. He said in the woods, in the Ephrata, we had the voice we had about the ark. When he had about the ark, he said, I will give sleep. I will not give sleep to my eyelids. Neither will I go up to my bed until I find a resting place for the God of Zion. These are men that want to carry the ark. They want to carry the presence. They said they will stop until they learn the path of presence. Those men said they will give sleep to their eyes. It's a walk to learn the path of God's presence. Ask God to teach you the path of diligence until the glory comes. Until something descends. What we need in the last days are glory carriers. Men that know the path of the presence. He said, I won't give sleep to my eyelids and I won't go up to my bed until I find a resting place. 